91.3 FM Stereo Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and blessings of God, the most merciful, be upon you always. Good afternoon. Welcome to Nurturing Wellness on the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. I'm your host, Mishka Daris. Now, today on Nurturing Wellness, we're speaking about the men. Yes, you, the often neglected role of being a man, of being conscious and mindful of our emotions and of being in the present moment. And in studio with me today, I welcome Kupanu Ratele, who is a professor at Tunisia, masculinity specialist and the head of the Center for Advanced Study of African Society. Kopano, good afternoon to you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Jackie Hadult also is with us in studio. He is a postgraduate psychology student. We'll give a little bit more information about Jackie a bit later on as well. Jackie, good afternoon to you. Hey there. Thank you for coming. And of course, Shahida Jansen, the manager of student counseling at the Center for Student Support Services at UWC. And her special area of interest, male-focused personal transformation. So, assalamu alaikum to you, Shahida. Wa alaikum salam, and thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. I'm looking forward to our discussion today because today we're going to be defining some of the big myths uh, myths that we have around um, you know, us. Uh, we're going to be speaking about masculinity, male inexpressiveness, and emasculation of men. And uh, don't stress too much about the wording. We're going to be breaking it down. And if you've got any questions or comments for the show, you're welcome to SMS us on 47913. So that's 47913. So let's get right into it. I think when we think of men, we are thinking about strong masculine men you know that they, they can hold their own in the physical sense all those muscles are there and the six-pack and everything um, but we never think of men you know and and the emotions and that men do actually have emotions because men don't cry you know <laughs> that's the one perception so uh, can I maybe start off Kopano with you in your research are males generally inexpressive of their feelings and and if so why this is what research says. I mean, this is what global research says, not just not just South African research. That the men have uh, there's a technical term for it, alexithemia. I think they call it alexithemia. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> okay. an inability to express tender emotions in particular. So uh, there's that general perception around the world, and mm. um, so in the last five years or so, um, I have been conducting studies. Uh, around specifically love mm. um, and, and prior to that the the institute I work I work uh, uh, at which is the Institute for Social I used to work at Institute for Social and Health Sciences and the, the violence unit at the, at the Medical Research Council we study men and violence and of okay. course violence is attached to one particular kind of emotion which is anger and, and mm. aggression mm. so men are allowed to express that but as I said the last five years I've been looking at, at more tender uh, emotions, mm. um, and then with Shahid, of course, uh, who's been who's been doing this work, uh, bringing together men to talk about about that. Now, the one particular thing is this: this is how you start, and I want it to be to be. And uh, of course, there's nothing wrong with men being muscular, being mm. being 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 tough, being doing carrying boxes and and doing hard kinds of work. Uh, from from my own work and and in discussion with Shahid in particular. And I think we agreed on this. We don't want to turn men into women. 
No. This is this is the important part. This, these are not these are not women in drag. <laughs> we say we look. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of, of positive to be gained from from being able to express all the emotions yes. that human yes. beings are capable of. Mm. Uh, gratitude, joy, transcendence, mm. uh, all kinds of emotions mm. uh, that are that are important. Mm. So Shada, let's go over to you Because I think Apollo mentioned something extremely interesting um, That men do tend to express their feelings in the negative <coughs> form In terms of anger um, Can we possibly say hatred as well? Um, in, in violence, etc But that, the compassionate feelings Which we normally assume to the role of women Like the, the love Parts, the nurturing part that's not something we discuss at all when it comes to men or do we and we just ne neglect it afterward yeah I, you know uh, we, there's something about definitions um, that we need to and you promised the listeners that we're going to break things down mm. um, and one of the things that I think we need to break down are definitions of what is violence and what is aggression. And so I think that both genders are, have got full capacity and ability and we see it all the time that we have male more physical and direct and more overt expressions of, of violence. And you find with women when you get close you have a far more nuanced and a more indirect way of expressing aggression and violence. Okay. And so it's something that is often less detectable or like I always say to um, Kopano, because he's my I'm a student, I'm a, he's my PhD supervisor, and I say to him, uh, well we haven't developed sophisticated enough um, research methods and instruments to actually pick up and measure female aggression so this is not about saying men are more aggressive than women or women are more aggressive, I think again is to, is to expand on our definitions okay and so that we speak in more balanced and coherent and holistic terms of both men and women. Because I operate from the assumption that men and women are two sides of the same coin. That we need each other and that we complement each other. And that society needs both genders. And so we need to start looking at at the way we start also speaking about men and violence and aggression and women and violence and aggression. Mm. So, yeah. Good point brought across there. And I think also it comes about that we've got the full spectrum of emotions, like Shada was saying, and it just, which, which is the one that is most, um, that comes to the fore at a specific time or a situation in our lives. So Jackie, I would love to bring you in here. So you are a post-grad psychology student. Um, have you done research, and I'm assuming you did, on, on masculinity? And in your opinion, you know, why are men fearful of, of going into the emotions? Um, well, I think it's just one of those things where it's, uh, it's sort of like a, a polarity. It's like on the one end you have, uh, females or, you know, show the more softer side, you know, of, uh, you know, the sort of nurturing side, uh, when it comes to, um, um, being around the family. And then on the other end, you sort of have these, uh, you have men. Now, men, for some reason, you know, society has this idea where it's like, 
you know, if this group is can be classified as such and such, then this group should be classified as something, you know, completely different. And I think because women sort of feel that they need to be more gentler, you know, more calm in those type of environments, you know, mm. men have to uh, sort of uh, display something else, uh, uh, a more sort of aggressive approach or, you know, that's what I feel. I feel that in that sense, it's become so accepted, you know, into into our minds that it's almost as if, you know, men need to show these sort of um, men need to show anger um, around other people because uh, uh, it's sort of like, um, yeah. So, sorry, it makes I'm, I'm, you almost like more brutish or more. Um, yeah, it makes you sort of. It, it, it's like you need to be accepted into that sort of norm of thinking. Okay. Yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very uh, it's a very complicated topic to talk about because the thing is, men don't actually like talking about. It, you know, men don't actually like expressing their emotions in yes. general. Yes. You know, and I mean, because I mean, if you if you go to an outing or something like that with your friends and you start, you know, being depressed or you know being weak. <laughs> You know, then you know you 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 know people question you like you yeah, know yeah. what's wrong with you. It's like you having a, I'm, I'm picturing over the bry, you know, the, these two men having a conversation. So how's your kids doing? You know, <laughs> oh no, I struggle with them in the morning. They just yeah. don't want to get up. That's not the kind of conversations you guys has have at all. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not about showing emotion. You know, it's about sort of showing you know where you uh, uh, where you where you appear dominant. You know, in other okay. aspects of your life. Um. And, you know, your inability to, to your ability not to show any weakness whatsoever. Hmm, this yeah. is going to be an interesting discussion. Let's break for ads. When we come back, we're going to uh, take your co- comments and questions, 47913. We're discussing today what can be uh, a quite a, a bit of words in the mouth, male inexpressiveness and emasculation of men, masculinity, etc. So uh, do bear with us. We're going to be defining all of them as we go along. 47913 is the SMS line. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Today on Nurturing Wellness, we are speaking to Kapano Ratele, who is a masculinity specialist and the head of the Center for Advanced Study of African Society, as well as a professor at Tunisia. Jackie Hadult is a postgrad psychology student, and Shahida Jansen, the manager of student counseling at the Center for Student Support Services at UWC, and an area of interest is male-focused spe- uh, personal transformation. So, yes, again, uh, big words coming out there, but today we are debunking the myths of masculinity, male inexpressiveness and emasculation of men and before we go any further maybe we should just look at that male inexpressiveness um, you know when we use that word what do we mean by it and um, you know what are the thoughts around uh, being inexpressive are we just meaning you know we don't cry as men or we don't talk about x y and z as men what do we mean by male inexpressiveness Shahida they're all pointing to you And I'm outnumbered. You outnumbered, yeah. Okay. (laughs) The men have spoken. (laughs) Um, Male inexpressiveness. Um, I'm going to go back to um, definitions. So, if you're going to measure men by female standards of expressiveness, you know, um, according to the female 
values hierarchy in terms of how we do emotions or a lot of women not all women yeah a lot of women or what is written out uh, up in the literature around how women make intimacy we look at each other we get close we 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 emotional we expressive in a very verbal way mm. right now that's a good way of expressing yourself whether it's joy or you're expressing sadness you know that's that's a female way or particular cultures you know very direct very intense very warm etc and then you get colder cultures when they express themselves in more aloof all right mm. um now when I, as a clinical psychologist for example when i sit and i run men's groups and these groups are specifically the purpose of that group and we we, we contract um up front this is not a group about sorting out your partner the wife this is not a group about getting the children ducks in a row this is about you and getting in touch with your inner world so when i sit as a woman in these groups and these are now men talking about the emotions all of a sudden i see the men expressing emotions and often even tender emotions and they go into difficult sensitive spaces but then i notice they do it a little bit differently to the way you would expect um people deal with their tender emotions so the guys may be um going into a very sensitive issue and discussing and then they crack a joke and then this kind of a very sort of manly thing that they do so they they do this emotion regulation in sort of a, a male way but okay. they're dealing with their emotions in a particular context that has been made safe for them to deal with themselves um because a lot of men will also say to you i can't make myself just vulnerable anywhere and he's right mm, mm. he's having to protect himself mm. i mean why must he just like cry or show emotions just because he now needs to prove that he's in touch with his inner what you know why does he need to so i think we need to ask ourselves uh what's the yardstick that we using to measure male inexpressiveness okay so um even in the literature when they talk about male inexpressiveness i i i i i want to challenge that given that the helping profession universally psychology psychotherapy social work is feminized Mm. and extremely so mm. you know both in academia and in the clinical um profession it's feminized mm. so are we now starting to measure men by female standards their expressiveness i'm not saying they're not inexpressive i'm not saying there isn't a problem and i'm not mm. saying men shouldn't attempt of that's my job i'm a psychologist and i'm and my special area is male personal transformation that's what i wrote in the thesis so i'm invested obviously in men you know getting close to themselves but i'm also saying allow them to do it on their terms okay. get out of the way sometimes so mm. yeah absolutely can i <laughs> please one you know one of the things i should say to, to the listeners uh, being a teacher is is something fantastic being a, a university professor because one of the things i i learn is from my students yes. uh, and one of them being shade in particular about about what some of the things she just said so you know the question is is for instance in the last week i've been i've been uh, watching this this clip from fox news but also last night i watched 
I watched uh, Analyze This. You might remember that movie. About precisely what, what so what she's saying, that, that how, if somebody asks, well, in that show on Fox News, somebody was saying, what do women know about men's emotions? I mean, this is a, this is a legitimate question. That's a very legitimate and, question. And, well, they dismiss it and, and all of that. But what I've learned from Shahid is precisely this. Is if, if you are, she's been doing this for a long time. So if she's sitting there facilitating men to yeah. express themselves in these groups, how do they handle that? So she brings in men because now we're transitioning from being, being, being a supervisor and student to being, to being co-facilitators. And, and for, for this last year, and we're going to do a new one this year, watching and learning about, about what men do. And everything she says is, is, is I need to underline this. So mm. she's talking about context. And what, do, what we started was this. Was, mm. So where, the question mm. is, where and when do men express or not express their emotions? Right? That's, a, that's a really important question. It's about where. So when you have created a group, of men that's safe that you can you can express all the emotions about vulnerability they will do it but society this is what Jackie was saying Jackie was uh, touched on this point about uh, the word he used was expect so meaning expectations and also he mentioned norms yes norms yes so you can't avoid that we live in a, in a society South Africa but most of the world is like that you expect we expect men to behave in particular ways yeah. in public okay but even in their families sometimes we expect women and girls to, to behave in particular ways and and when when girls show anger we say no 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 we, we you know you we can't handle girls anger mm -hmm. girls have to show the tender emotions when yes. boys cry quite a lot at a certain point when their babies are still fine yes toddlers they're fine mm. maybe until you know the primary pre school pre primary yeah and yeah. as soon as they hit a particular age maybe it's teenage it's, it's you know it, it varies we, we expect them to toughen up in public mm. right mm. but when we're their mothers mm. at home we expect different kinds of emotions. So the question is where and when. The, and and the, the, the take-home lesson is always this. Create those spaces where men learn to express these other emotions. That this is an appropriate. So they take that from that space and they take it outside. Mm. So when men talk, you learn this from research, your own research. When men talk, when you say about, so, so what did you feel about that? They will say, I thought. So they move from the feeling to the thought in yeah. public. Right, yeah. the feelings yes. because they're not used to that language of I feel. I feel. I mm. feel. So he said, no, no. I didn't ask you about your thoughts. I said, mm. how you felt about that. So you have to move from the head down to to gut to to to. But it's it's learning that in in a safe space and taking that out. So some moments you have to express joy, just just joy and gratitude. You know, you you don't you don't you don't feel entitled to being helped. You have to show gratitude. All right, so a question that's come in. Remember that the lines are open on uh, uh, 47913. You can SMS us there. Can you tell us uh, or tell me why men is always so aggressive? The wives are too scared to talk to them, and some men is very moody when they're in the house with their own family, but when they are outside with other people, they laugh and talk. What's wrong with them? <laughs> Shouldn't they be happy inside and outside the, the house? This is really sickening with some men. What can a woman do about it? Hope they, they, there's a solution. Jackie, shall we ask Jackie to answer? Sure. If you don't mind, you're a man. So you're going to tell us what's the solution. Okay, well, I haven't been uh, married for long, so I okay. don't necessarily have that much experience. But 
what I would sort of speculate is um, is the fact is that you know in the household you know men have a specific role you know especially when it comes to their family as well mm. you know and that specific role is sort of the strength or, or I'd say the the rock you know, of the family, the foundation of the family, something that's not easily moved or, you know, sort of uh, uh, something that, that, that shouldn't, <laughs> something that shouldn't have weaknesses, you know, ah, you know, in it. Yes. So, you know, in a sense, men, uh, men sort of don't show the emotions because of the fact that they feel they need to be, uh, they need to be seen as strong, you know, people who are very in, uh, emotionally intelligent, you know, people who don't break down easily. And, you know, I think, uh, yeah, that's also, it's very important. Mm. Um, you know, it's very important for, for the children specifically to also to look up at their fathers, you know, for that sort of strength. And, you know, like I was talking about, like the differences, you know, the barriers, you know, uh, between uh, males and females. Mm. One's very feminine and the other has to be seen as very strong and masculine. So in a sense, you know, you don't get that. Uh, you're not supposed to cross those two walls or, or those boundaries, you understand? So in a sense, man, you know, has to be strong, has to sort of lead the relationship. And, you know, because psychologically, you know, subconsciously, especially children actually take take that in. You know, much more than people would actually expect. Okay. And that's why, you know, the, the sort of the role of the male is very important in today's society. Mm. So men, you know, it's very interesting because, you know, uh, especially on what Kopana actually uh, hinted on, uh, what he actually spoke about was sort of, you know, where or the, the right place in which men actually express their emotions. And what you'll actually find is that when men get out of that sort of household, you know, where they're in, where they have to be strong and big, and sort of go over to the other side, you know, uh, on Friday, they're spending time with the family, but on Saturday, you know, they're at the bar with their friends. Okay. And you'll see that there's a completely different change in emotions or, you know, in, in personality. They're having fun. They're more open. It's because they sort of, they don't necessarily have to sort of put on that robe, you know, of I have to be a man and I have to be strong. And uh, they, yes, they do at the bars and things like that, but... You know, I'd say it's more in a, um, uh, a less serious environment, you know. Mm. So they sort of put down in, in psychoanalytical terms, they, they destroy their defense or uh, push away the defense. The defenses. Mechanism. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, sort of enjoy that inner child, you know, yeah. or, or bring that inner child out. So, yeah. Shada, I'm going to bring you in here because you're a psychologist as well. So maybe you can, you can hear it. But by the way, this question has come from Abdullah Harunpik. He's asked this, uh, this question and he's also adding to that in saying, do you think that a meek man, when man was uh, just uh, hunters and doing hard physical work could be respected, get a wife or, um, what, or keep what is his? So in other words, he's saying back then in the day, if, if a man was meek and mild, he wouldn't necessarily do the hunting story and, and all of that. He wouldn't be respected as such well I I, I I don't know if I can if I can answer the the question that question but I, I think there was an SMS that you read out of the lady that asked about um, about the men being so angry and aggressive and, mm. and how to cope with the male anger and so on because I want to in combination and um, pick up with where Kupana went about um, Men have to find safe spaces, Kupano said, so that they can learn and become comfortable spaces with, that allows them to become all of who they are. All of us, uh, well, I'm, this is a Muslim radio station, so the 
Islamic understanding of the self here is we are positioned between an angel and an animal. And so both men and women um, have got both angelic um, and animalistic um, impulses in ourselves, all of us. Mm. We're complex, yeah? Mm. So, so where do men first get that safe space to develop and nurture and manage, for example, the aggressive impulses. And this is for me now where the role of the father or the other men come in. Because men have to be socialized by other men, not necessarily the biological father. Mm. And so we need to, as societies, think about the fact that we're living in societies where men are invisible with high divorce rates and, and, and mass dysfunctions in family and breakups. We haven't seen this level of, 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 of people being able to love and live together like we see today. And it's universal. We can fly to the moon, but we can't live with each other. All right. And so, and so a lot of young boys are growing up not having a male, a safe male that they can internalize, like the psychologists like to say. You need to internalize that m m man so that you learn how do I manage my aggressive impulses. Um, so okay, you meaning basically through learning rough play with your, with a male figure, or if you if, just to clarify yeah. that point, Shaida, yeah. sorry I mean, to interrupt I mean, you. Yes. Hmm? Shaida's point is fantastic, and I and I've written this about this elsewhere, and, and and you have just put it. You know, with my son, I right from from get go that the mother plays doesn't play as rough with them. Mm -hmm. And then when I started reading and writing about this, I realized what. So if you're a father and you play rough with your kid, with, the, with boys or girls, mm. what they're learning from you are the limits of roughness. Ah. They, they learn that they, when you say, no, that was, that was hard. That mm. was a hard punch you did. Yeah. And you do this constantly to them. They, mm. they start to, to regulate mm. their own aggression. That, because they don't know. Kids don't know how hard they hit, they hit you. True. And then you have to rough them up. And well, You don't have to, but... This is one avenue where they start to learn that mm. that there's a difference between play and hurting each other. Mm. And because when they when you say dad, you just hurt me. You say I'm sorry. You hug them and and you restore that. Then then they internalize this 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 parent this this father who's caring but who plays like a once again back to that. Mm. The, you're not you're not the mother. Uh, you are not the female-bodied person who is the mother in the house. You mm. you are this person who's 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 taller. Because naturally you're taller, you're you're bigger than than yeah. naturally. You've, you've generally, you've got more power in your. That's it. You, that's your so body. they learn at that moment about regulating their own power, their own strength, their own emotions, and and what is acceptable and not acceptable. Now, Interesting. I, I to, can, can I just continue that point that he's making? So analogously, then for me as a woman in a men's group, because mm. people are often fascinated by why you're you facilitating and you, and you're facilitating <laughs> a men's group, but what mm. they forget is that there's a men's group. So the most powerful force in that setting are the men, is the male culture, not me. As the facilitator, if you're a professionally trained group facilitator, you know that your role is on the periphery, not in the center. Right? So what takes center stage in a men's group are the men. So as, a, as, a, as the clinician in the group, as the technician in that group, I facilitate the men engaging with each other and, and role modeling for each other 
talking about my feelings, but I'm still a man. Mm. Joking and 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 allowing somebody to get quite you know tough with me or or, 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 or critical of me, mm. and I can stand being criticized. And and I'm okay. I'm still a man. Mm. A man must see that role modeled by another man. And so I, as a woman or as a mother, I need to know my place. So I also need to step aside and I shouldn't get over involved. Yes. So it's about boundaries again and about the regulation of the roles between the mother and the father. Yes. Let's leave it at that uh, for now. We're going to take an ad break and we would love you to SMS us on 47913. We want to hear your thoughts, 47913. And today we're speaking about masculinity. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to Nurturing Wellness on The Voice of the Cape. I'm your host, Mishka Daddis. Today, of course, on Nurturing Wellness, as this program is meant to be, looking at mind, body, and spirituality in all forms. So today, speaking about masculinity and also male inexpressiveness and the emasculation of men. So uh, the SMS from Abdullah Haudenpeck has continued. And if you may grant me the permission to just uh, read through it quickly, do you think a meek man, when man was just hunters and doing hard physical work, would be respected, get a wife, or keep one? What is his? Um, it is built in default setting. I feel like it's the same as discipline of children to hit or not to hit. The human race has come so far with men being like this. What would happen in the future if we men do not feel like it is broken? Then leave us or leave it, uh, says the SMS. So, can we have Shahida read uh, um, uh, answer or shall we or give Jackie? Jackie says no. He doesn't okay. answer. I think the, the, we have to underscore this. I, I don't think any one of us is saying, and I certainly am not saying that, that mm. we want men to be meek. I mean, that's, that's mm -hmm. a, it's a really important thing, mm. and this is where, mm -hmm. where we started. Mm. Um, but certainly, I certainly say, well, look, of course there are wars in, in Syria. The U.S. is having wars all over the world. Uh, South Africa has gone to, to Lusuru. There are wars, and people in this country are... In the in the flats and 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 everywhere in Kailicha in in other parts of South Africa uh, are killing each other. Mm. There's a whole lot of violence against women. Violence is unacceptable. Yes, uh, that's that's the that's the. But what we're saying, what I think, part of what we're saying is, is in a society that does not allow men to express the full range of human emotions mm. human mm. emotions mm. but also doesn't allow women by the way but mm. we talk about men mm. you have this for men you have a precise this problem of violence mm. uh, uh, because we are not in a state of war where and we don't hunt we don't go out and and, and kill tribes across the mountain or somewhere we live in a, in a society that that demands uh, if if we were if we were fighting a war, we wouldn't be th th this kind of country. We would be a country like Syria. That's yes, the point. Yes. And then you, you you have the the same sort of problems so you, of 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 more violence when Syrians go to Europe. So mm -hmm. the point is, no, it's not about meekness, but it's essentially saying no to violence because mm -hmm. violence is tied into the inability to express the whole range of emotions because mm. of the norms and the expectations. Mm. And we also include in there, because the next uh, SMS came about that, what about men swearing at kids and their girlfriends as well? Yeah, we, we, we certainly, so look, that, that's precisely, swearing, there's a simple thing, Swe swearing is uh, many times, uh, and I, again, this is research, uh, swearing comes out of the inability to find the words to mm. say what you want to do. Mm. That's it, that's as simple mm. as that. So mm. the more you learn to attach words 
to your emotions. Mm. The, the less you, you have, you need to, to, to swear. Mm. Uh, mm. But also you have to, l- l- but this is picked up, of course, by kids yeah. living in environments where everybody swears. Mm. Right? Yes. And then to change that, just no, no, no. If you are angry, say this. Don't, don't hit, say, I am angry. Yes. And this is what makes me angry. Mm. But mm. The, the flip side is as important for me, gratitude. And, and just briefly, because gratitude says this. If you, if you are married, uh, for people who are newly married, and one learns this over the years because you, you learn from, from your students, from other people, uh, from some men who have got it together. When, when, when your wife cooks for you on Sunday, you know, you have a big Sunday lunch somewhere. And she spends and the you, whole morning the in the kitchen. The whole morning. And you eat and then you just get up and, and leave without saying thank you. I mean, it's a simple thing. Gratitude is an emotion. You say True. thank you for 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 feeding us mm-hmm. uh, but of course mm-hmm. uh, personally from my own work i said well help wash the dishes and that's even a better thank you mm. oh <laughs> that is the best thank you no. actually <laughs> okay so mm. now let's go into that roles because you you brought it up now capano can wives and and mothers emasculate men and what does it mean first of all let's look at the word emasculation what does it mean I don't know. Let 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 Kupano is the okay. academic. <laughs> <laughs> Emasculation is a is a is, is a is a quite a, a negative word, but basically it means that is 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 you you are you are taking away mm. the man's masculinity, emasculate. So you are you are, uh, if you will, to coin a phrase, demanding them. That, so you're making you're feminizing them. You're making okay. them into women, and that's the that's. Uh, but regardless about this this word, what what the problem? Yes. Yes, yes, and this is a very, very tricky conversation to have with my feminist friends because when you say this, look, I mean, even even people like Bell Hooks, the well-known African-American feminists, say this. There are women who hate men. I mean, it's it's not it's not a secret, and there are women who are patriarchal women, right? Mm. So because and 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 this is not to blame all women or even someone. Is to say, well, if you grew up in a in a family where your father was 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 like that, well, punishing, uh, or your own mother mm-hmm. did not like, uh, they had their own experience, so they don't like men, men and males, mm-hmm. uh, you pick this up mm-hmm. as, a, as a woman. And, and you grow up having either ambivalent feelings about exactly what nature of quote-unquote animal this, this male, this man is, and boys are. And clearly you transfer it to your own children about, and you have problems with, because you were hurt, you might have some really violation might have happened into your life. You grew up in a family that doesn't quite know how to deal with. And unless you deal with that, unless you deal with your own emotions about, you know, relationships with men, you 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 are well. I, I don't know whether you're justified, but there's a legitimate mm-hmm. reasons why mm-hmm. you you want to emasculate men. You don't like men being men. You want to you want to shape them in a certain image of you as a woman, and you already have a problem right there okay. because you you just want this one particular sex in the world. Uh, and, and, and so there you, are uses, as I say. I always say, you know, men have their uses in the world, and, I, and <laughs> actually there are many of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's very, that's very true. So, wh- when it comes to being um, husbands or fathers, etc., what would be then be their true role within the family? And I think that's actually a few of the questions that's coming through on the SMS line now as well. And I just thought to summarise it, um, you know, mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. Uh, what should be the role of a male and a female? I'm sorry, of a of a father and a husband well, maybe Jackie, Jackie being, yeah yeah being a newly married husband yes. at all you know <laughs> this is important, <laughs> this is important. Oh, wait. Um, how do you define your own role really yeah. Yeah. there we go yeah. that's brilliant okay well you know the, uh, really interesting enough you know me and my father we have uh we have very uh, deep conversations at times you know about sort of being 
a man. And one of the most important things that comes up is uh, a sort of distinction between knowledge and wisdom. And he tells me that as a man, you know, I need to have that wisdom. I need to know when to say, uh, I need to know when to say or how to control my emotions specifically. So I need to say when I need to do this and when I, when I don't need to do this. Mm. So it, it comes, uh, it comes to a point where it's like, you know, I have to sort of, um, I have to lead the family. I have to make the right decisions for the family and not based on my emotions, mm. but based on, you know, rationality. Um, and, you know, sometimes the thing is it doesn't actually work, you know, that well because, <laughs> you know, we tend to sort of get angry when they get angry. They so sometimes, you know, they, they show it. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things with, uh, with me and my father. Um, you know, he teaches me that, you know, I always need to be wise about the decisions that I make. Um, I always need to sort of, uh, I need to be the one listening and never the one talking. You know, especially when uh, in the family, when people, um, when when so when other people are going through, you know, um, tough times, things like that. I'm always supposed to be the one who listens, and you know, uh, yeah, he's he's very much like that. You know, as a husband and as a father, you know, very to himself, very controlled, very uh, and very strong when he needs to be. Mm. So I think, um, yeah, to a certain extent, that's some of the characteristics that you need to have as a husband. Can I come? Can I ask Kapano what's your opinion on this yeah. one? But you know, I, I love the, the, this question for for one particular reason because what I'm witnessing right now is 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 hearing. Well, I'm, I'm an older man, right? Yeah. I'm listening to a younger man, make trying to make sense about how to be this 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 growing adult mm. male to be a father and all. That. Mm. Well, there's one word really for me, uh, and and this is this is. Uh, this looks simple when I say it. It's one word about about what it means to be to be a father and to be a, a, a husband. It's called presence. 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 In two words, the same word is being there, being there all the time. Presence is, a, is an interesting word. And we're not talking about gifts, eh? No, <laughs> not presence. 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 Mm. Being in, in the moment. <laughs> in, because you know, if you if your if your son or your daughter is talking to you and you're concentrating on the computer or work, you're not present. You're in a family and you're present. If you're, if you're drinking, you get drunk in your family, you are not there really. You, part of you is there. The body is there. Mm. If, you, if, you, if you don't pay attention to what your kids do, what mm. your partner does, this, this gratitude we talk, you are not there. Presence means being, being fully in the moment. Listening well, you, say, you spoke listening. Doing what you need to do. Uh, mm. fully to yourself because if you're angry and, and somebody because somebody your, 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 your son your daughter said or your, your, your mother or your father if you live in the same family or your, or your brother if they say something and it makes you angry mm -hmm. if, you, if you start if, you, if you're not present to yourself you will not say to them, to them look I've just listened to you and this makes me angry or makes me sad mm. or oh, mm. actually just, because you are not present you all kinds of stuff is presence is probably the first lesson and you learn to be present most of us don't other people call it mindfulness or whatever but it's a simple thing it's being present all the time to yourself mm. to others of course it's a hard thing you mm. can't do it every day mm. but all the time one one remembers that actually I I wasn't listening I wasn't mm. listening I was concentrating on on a music a piece of music I was reading a book but your, your your daughter just came up to you and says, "Dad, uh, what does this mean?" And it, you just dismiss it, and yeah. you you don't you're not okay. come back later. Come, come back later mm -hmm. when you're present, and come back later must mean that. If you say come back later, 
when they come back later, then you're present. He says, okay, this actually, I don't know the answer, but maybe we Google it and then we work from then on. Or yeah. let me read the text. Let me read, the, if you're Christian, the Bible, the Quran. Mm. Then you come back and so this is, in my understanding, this is what means that. And when you don't know, you say that, I don't know. That's also part of being present. Sure, quite interesting. Many uh, requests for us to continue the discussion because uh, uh, some saying, uh, you know, it's a neglected topic. And I take note also of the questions that we didn't get to this program. We'll continue tomorrow. Unfortunately, without Kopano, maybe we can just link up with you. But uh, Shahida, you very quickly, we've got one minute. Uh, you've got a, a group that you host um, for men. Very briefly, give us the details of it and how people can get in touch with you tomorrow. We'll uh, go into detail. Well, I really like the listeners to like our Facebook page, um, and it is um, facebook.com forward slash, and then it's M-E-N, men, and then E-Q. So E and Q, so men E-Q. So that's the Facebook page, or they can email me, Janssen at uwc.ac.za, or they can contact me by phone 082-873-5475. So those are the, are the contact details. But I just I just want to make a process comment because I'm going to be very quick. Kupano um, was talking about gratitude as a man. And so I want to make a comment for me then sitting here in the studio listening to Jackie and Kupano talking as men. And just how nice it is for me to listen mm. and to, to hear how they experience and how they feel. And so I think we, we need to, both parties need to, also sometimes I need to be quiet and I need to listen. Mm. And really listen, which is equally hard work as being present. Yes, because as women, we just want to talk too much, eh? Double. <laughs> so we'll talk some more tomorrow and, and hoping to have you in studio. So, Kupano uh, Ratele, all the best for you. Thank Professor Tunisa, masculinity specialist. Jackie Hadult, who is a postgrad psychology student. And Shahida Johnson, who has a special interest in male-focused personal transformation. Podcast available a bit late on Iono. Go to vocfm.iono.fm and download it under the general channel. Ladies and gentlemen, we shall be back with you tomorrow. Thank you so much for Thank your time. You, and from myself, Mishka Daddy, and the team was salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh